Welcome to the Black Door Music Argument. I'm Carrie. And I'm Barry. And today we have Expanding Your Musical Collection. Um, I am very excited because I have made Barry listen to Foo Fighters all day. So Echoes, silence, patience, and grace. Indeed, my friend. Um, it's one of my favorite Foo Fighters albums, but let's... Barry, what did you think of it first? Well, you know, of course I've heard of Foo Fighters before. I was a big fan of Nirvana. Mm-hmm. And I was aware of them, kind of like pop culturally. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a lot of their stuff was out when I was uh, when I was in college. So of course I'd see the CD with the ray gun laying around and go, "Oh yeah, right. it's that band from that guy who was in Nirvana," and he's got that Mentos, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mentos video. Yep. Uh, or Futos or whatever it is. Uh, but um, yeah, so big I at the time. No, and the thing about Foo Fighters is I've never been like a huge fan, and I guess um, I'm still not. I but I have respect for them because, you know, they're really one of those bands who seem to just want to, you know, make people happy and have fun, and mm-hmm. they're making good livings off of it, and they're happy with that because it's like. You know, there's so many bands like, yeah, we want to be number one, or, or we were number one, but we'll get back, or, or well, we're not number one, but we're still better musicians, and it's like, yeah, Foo Fighters doesn't care. They want to make people rock. They want to get out there and make people happy. And, you know, mm-hmm. seeing Dave Grohl, uh, you know, perform after he broke his fucking leg. And the EMT's, a, like, holding yeah, it together. Yeah. yeah. And he, he and, and then he has this rock, uh, you know, throne built so he can still rock yes. with a broken leg. You just want to be like, that's awesome, because this guy is insured. Those guys are not uninsured. You know, this, this act yeah. is insured. That tour was insured. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do any of that. He could mm-hmm. live a much... I mean... I'm sure Dave Grohl doesn't have to work another day in his life, you know? Yeah. Just just off Nirvana income for I was going to say Nirvana else. alone. Um, but, to, you know, and once I started playing this uh, album, I, you know, right off the bat, uh, happy with it because it, it's got The Pretender and then mm-hmm. Let It Die. Those are two just, I mean, those were awesome radio songs. I remember those. Those were great. Again, yeah. I d- just, you know... Uh, those are songs I'm like, oh, I should put these on a playlist because even if I don't need to listen to all their catalog, these are awesome songs. And then um, just as I was going through, uh, I was, I think it was, what was it? It was uh, Come Alive. Come Alive, man, that, that reminded me of early Aerosmith. I don't know. Is that the one I'm oh, thinking? You know? I think so. Yeah, I can yeah, see that. Yeah, it really kind of beckons to you know, uh, toys in the attic, you know, that's a real, I was just like, holy cow, they're, they're aerosmithing all over the place. I mean, they just got up there, pulled out their dicks and started aerosmithing all over the stage. (laughs) And, uh, and then, uh, you know, you go down and what really killed me is that we're going through and I was like, yeah, yeah, rock. Okay. I got, I I got these guys. I, I got them nailed. I, these guys are Foo Fighters, and you know what they do? They Foo Fighter the shit out of it. They will get up there and Foo your fight, or fight yeah. your Foo, either way you want it. Yeah. But then, but then they throw in Ballad of yes. the Beaconsfield Miners, and yes. I was like, "What the? Sh-? I thought I hit skip on my because I was listening on <laughs> Apple Music. I was like, "Well, what the shit is this? This is this is not. Are this is this Foo Fighters?" And then I was like. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really liking this. And then statues and and then home. I'm like, it's like, well, God damn. Like, <laughs> I will say they this. They got depth. Yeah, they got depth. And what I think they should have done is you've got Pretender and Let It Die, one, two. Who programmed their goddamn album? They did it wrong. Okay? The Pretender is number seven and Let It Die is number 12. Jesus Christ. You don't you do not do this. You don't bust a nut on the front and then leave your emotions on the back end. You got to romance the audience. Then get them. Then romance I, them again and come at them with like final time before you take a shower and go home. What the hell, Foo Fighters? So... Maybe the end of the album is just pillow talk, Barry. Yeah, exactly. Here's the thing. <laughs> this album rocks a lot. It, And that's the other thing. It is good old-fashioned rock and roll. It's mm-hmm. it's newer rock and roll. I know it's over 10 years old. It's 13 years old now. <laughs> but to this old man, this is pretty modern rock and roll. So... I I loved it. Um, the new kids are listening to. Yeah. Oh, this one's out in 2007. Mm, pretty recent. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I I was I was I I was first of all kind of brought back. I mean, brought back to the days of my you know early 20s, mid 20s, mid 20s, late 20s. I don't know. Eh. <laughs> I'm old. Um, however, however old you were. And uh, it was it was just it was a party. I was you know after. Uh, Cause I was like, Oh no, if we're going to do a Foo Fighters album, don't we want to do the first one? And, and I was pleasantly surprised. Cause like I said, I recognized several of the tracks and then I was just blown away by the end of it. And I think this album's going to find some rotation in some form. Um, Cause there's probably seven of these songs that are really great. And, yeah. and for an album to have seven songs, you really want to listen to seven out of 12. That's a keeper. I mean, usually, yeah. come on, most albums, three out of 10 at best. So, right. Yeah, completely uh, agree. Yeah, no, I, I got I to gotta thank you, Carrie. So what were, you doing, what were you doing when you first uh, got this album? Um, I was, let's see, it's 2007. It came out, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so I was in high school. Um, and <laughs> um, wait, hold on. Yeah. So I was like in high school um, ish era. And I remember um, hearing Long Road to Ruin was the first song I heard off the album. Okay. Um, and I loved that song. Like, yeah, I I just connected to it right away. I don't know why. Like just the melody. I don't know. I just love that song um, to the point that I remember um, like iTunes was a really big deal at the time. Yeah. I and remember. right. And uh, I liked looking at like my top 10 most played tracks or whatever (laughs) and um the first time i heard long road to ruin like that night i left it playing on repeat on my parents computer (laughs) on mute all night long so that it would like always be my number one most played song like (laughs) um that was my escapade with that song but i just yeah i really loved it um and that introduced me to the rest of the album um, I love, yeah, I love that it starts with the pretender cause I love that it starts yeah. off like with this really kind of sweet, simple melody and all of a sudden it just like hits you like, right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that for a beginning. Um, and then ballad of the Beaconsfield minors is one of my favorite songs. Like I think in general, right. um, and the story that I heard behind it, um, from the documentary back and forth 
which is an incredible documentary about the Foo Fighters. Check it out. It's worth your time. Um, but Dave Grohl talks about in Australia, there were these miners that were um, like trapped in the mine. Um, mm-hmm. And they were able to get some supplies and things. And one of them requested the new Foo Fighters album. And Oh, really? Yeah. And so they like dropped down the new album to these miners and they and Dave Grohl heard about it and then like just sat in his hotel room and wrote that song for them. Um, and I guess he still like he'll like he invites them to every concert they do in the area. And like some oh, of the wow. guys still like go and get beers with them and stuff. And so they have kind of a cool relationship. But um, but yeah, it's one of my favorite songs. It's just like it's a simple and beautiful and like this acoustic thing and right. no lyrics, but you yeah. kind of get lost in it. Yeah. Can I ask you, is that uh, like a thing you like, like uh, the acoustic kind of, uh, you know, finger style picking a guitar that that's fast? Do you do you listen to any like, you know, Django Reinhardt or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely um, I wouldn't say it's like the thing I'm always seeking out, but I think it's the thing I'm always impressed by. Yeah. And so when I hear it and hear it done well, then yeah, then it right. sticks with me for sure. Yeah. No, I, a couple years ago, I really went into, well, they call it now hot club jazz because you can't say, uh, gypsy jazz without causing a Royal, but, uh, so that's what it used (laughs) to be called. It's hot club jazz now. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, I kind of went down a a deep, dark hole for a while and really, really annoyed my wife with some uh, very French based (laughs) jazz guitar music. So, but no, I was that and uh, and that that song just right away kind of screamed, you know, hot club jazz. It's not quite, but that that technical ability that's I like. I, I completely understand that that Dave Grohl's not going to put out a full acoustic, you know, mm-hmm. uh, guitar album with no words. But it's great <laughs> that he threw that song on there just to add to his repertoire. You know, I mean, it's it's like. Uh, hey, look! Look what else we can do, and yeah. it's it's nice to see that depth. That's like I said, you know, um, that statues and home mm-hmm. really just sold this. Like I said, I just I just think this 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 album was mixed wrong because <laughs> they need. It's like it was because like by by like number seven, I mm-hmm. was getting like rocked out because I'm like, okay, yep. Is a fast beat and yep. and they start slow and then they rock 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 rock. Okay, I got it. They yeah. Foo Fighters start slow and then rock 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 and, <laughs> and it's good, but it's like, you know, it's like no more mashed potatoes. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's like okay, I've I've seen that. What else you got? And that's why I wish that those were kind of like sprinkled throughout it a little more. Yeah. Because, uh, but like I said, I mean this this was a this was a really good album. I was I was impressed. And I might have to check out some Foo Fighters more. You know, there's so much good music, and we're in such a lucky time where, honestly, 90% of the music in the world is just, uh, you know, at our fingertips, you know, and we can mm-hmm. get whatever we want. If you hear about some cool band in New York or you hear about some band that used to play in the 20s, you can get their music delivered to your phone via the internet, and you can listen to it right now. And as yeah. such... A lucky time to be because man i remember you know ordering trying to order jazz albums on you know cd clubs and... <laughs> how'd that work out barry 
It was fine, but they wanted me to buy 30 more at full price. And I said, I'm a minor. This contract's not legal, so go. <laughs> I never did pay. That's amazing. <laughs> well, you know, when you're under 18 and you get CDs come in the mail, you got to know the you got to know the law. Right. Yeah. I'm glad you so. studied up on that. Uh-huh. But yeah, I like I like what you said too about like um Dave Grohl showing like look what else I can do or like look look what else we have. Cuz yeah. I kind of feel like that's kind of like that's how Foo Fighters started was Dave Grohl being like, I, I'm a drummer, but I can also play guitar and sing, right. so I'm going to do that now. And I well, think it's that's so funny. kind of, but that's like what they do is like, right. we're going to try this now. <laughs> well, it's like the drummer for the Black Keys. He's like, I'm the drummer because the other guy's better at guitar. And it's like, they both played guitar, yeah, but he was better, so now I'm the drummer. And it's right. like, you know, I mean, not to put percussionists in that spot, but it's, you know, if 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 they're not going to have a great drummer... It's just got to be a guy who can keep a beat. So, and you know, if you practice, you're going to get good at anything. So, but, and that's the world that we're in. But so many artists, uh, that's, that's the problem I have with so many artists is it's all, it's all kind of the same. And, and the way music is mixed these days, it's, you know, it's compressed and it's, and it's all, a lot of pop music is written by like four or five guys and, Mm -hmm. and, and they sell their music and and then they're produced by the you know eight different producers that are producing every artist and then they're all mixed the same way and they all same sound the same i don't know that's the way i hear it but there's some good songwriting out there but i wish i wish there were smaller people coming up and poking their heads out and getting that and making it 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 just seems like you know mm-hmm. it's kind of like seeing you know uh was it Pharrell Williams? Is he the happy? Yeah. Yeah. Seeing him like come out with his own song after kind of like being in the shadows for a long time. And I realized that probably happened seven years ago. But <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that's the thing. Like it's it's a really cool era to be living in because we have access to all this music. Right. And it's also a difficult era because like the, the small artists that are, are putting their stuff out there aren't being heard because there's right. so much to listen to. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and they say that most the most uh, money to be made is in live performances, mm-hmm. which you used to do a live performance to support an album. But now, you know, people are in doing live tours because ticket prices are huge for any good acts that are going around. So, I mean, right. of course. And it's, you know, and I'm not I'm not blaming them. It's good for them. And and honestly, the live act is is, you know, really originally what they were trying to do, the, the re, you know, so it's kind of all come around. So. Yeah, yeah. But, well, I got to say thank you, Carrie, for introducing me to this album that I heard before, but I didn't remember <laughs> because it was great. You are welcome, sir. I'm glad to bring it back to your memory. All right, well, for the Black Door Music argument, I have been Carrie. And I'm Barry. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. 
Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, Baby it's, it's cold, cold outside. outside. <clears throat>